good morning. This is Travis Corpin in which Shaper Speaks. Shaper, where we empower and educate through music, movement, and media. You know how we do every week. Another special guest. This week, I finally got him in the building. I've been bothering this man to come on the show. Mr. Dominique Santana, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good morning. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um... I'm really excited. I got a bunch of questions. I asked, I told him I asked him probably most of the questions before we even got on air. <laughs> but I mean, just because I'm so excited to have him and just so excited to hear about the journey. Mm-hmm. Excited to hear about, you know, what's next, what what you can tell me that's coming up next. You know, I know you can't tell me everything. Right. But um, I mean, uh, you know, how you doing? Number one, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm yeah. good. Um, just getting back settled in and been somewhere everywhere and East Coast and West Coast and crazy schedules you know all that's that. what happens when you when you blow up <laughs> <laughs> that's part of it time of time it. gets shorter yeah. right yeah 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 uh, so, demands. yeah 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 <laughs> so um recently you know one of your you know recently you're an actor uh you know i could i could go on like so is your, your main thing now is acting right yeah well um, i like to tell people i'm first and foremost a businessman you okay know? And then i have tools that I use in mm. the arsenal, you know what I mean? Because I own. Let me write that down. <laughs> I own companies, and you know, uh, well, of course, I've been an actor for years now, and so that's always, you know, also been my main arsenal. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm a businessman first, and then you know, acting is one of my biggest tools. Right. Right. So, um, you know, let me start off like this because everybody that anybody that listens to the show know I'm big. Know, knows I'm big on dreams and growth mm. and work the combination right mm. so let's talk number one about when this thing started for you in terms of acting being a dream because so many people out there i mean i and i talk to them you know i do mm. what i do at, you know i work at cape Fear community college i do mentorship i do speaking so a lot of times when i hear young people which is my really my main focus mm. a lot of them want to do or become who you are becoming mm. um talk about that journey a little bit Talk about the realities of it, because a lot of people don't talk about the reality of it. They think right. it's just, it's just, you know, if I just go out there, I'm just going to go to Atlanta. <laughs> no money. I just got the dream. You know what I mean? Yeah, good luck. <laughs> L.A. So talk about the process and the work that you've put in. And when when you first, first of all, when you first had this dream and, and how it kind of sprouted. Uh, it, it began as a, as a kid. You know, I know it's kind of cliche, but. Right. Um, it began as a kid. Of course, it wasn't super serious then, but it was something that I really kind of stuck with. Uh, let my mom know that's what I want to do, you know. And she even went as far as she took me to like this Oscar Mayer commercial. They were doing like a Get national out. call. Get out of here. You know what I mean? And the people, they liked me, but they were saying I was too big. Right. Uh, they wanted a kid, one of those kids that even when they get 13, they'll still look eight. Right, right. <laughs> All like a long term, right, like right. the Oscar Mayer kid type deal. Right, that never grows. So that would have been big though, but. Right, but you know, they were like, he's, you know, he's too big, you know. They said, wait, 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 wait. So they told you why they said, they, they are they they're blatant <laughs> yeah, on like rehearsal, like yeah, auditions and stuff? Yeah, like, you know, too tall or whatnot. Right. I didn't look as young as they, you know, wanted, you know, they wanted, like, like you said, they wanted somebody a little long term. And they could tell, you know, in two years, I'd probably be a grown man taller. Right. You know what I mean? So they were like, you know, no. And so, <laughs> you know, from that process, I didn't really I don't recall going on any more auditions after that or whatnot. Um, you know, life happens. Uh, but it's something I still played around with, had in the back of my mind and stuff like that. And um, I went, you know, when I got older and I went to high school, mm-hmm. I, I was blessed and fortunate enough to have a theater arts teacher because I went to a theater arts class. Just trying to get an easy A. 
Right. And but fortunately, the teacher we started with, our first, our teacher was there first, the main teacher, and then uh, she left like a month into you know the school start school year starting, and she had to go have a baby, right, she was right, pregnant, right. etc. And so we had a real nice sweet lady that came in and took over, and she was there with us for about uh, three months, and um, well, then eventually the main teacher came back, right, and so everybody was mad about it. You know, because we loved the teacher that we had. She was a she was a good lady. She was a good teacher, and we just remember her name was Vivian Wade. We just remember her for being mean before she left, so nobody wanted to deal with her. But she came back, and then we uh, realized, you know, at that point that she was had a whole different attitude, and obviously felt better. Right. And uh, but she had actually worked in the business before. Okay. You know, on Broadway yeah. and television, and you know whatnot. And she had the bright idea. She also taught. She taught at the college level. She wanted to get actors at a younger level, you know. And mold them. Right. Kind of mold them. Right. right. Which she, I, I believe, matter of fact, after we graduated, I think she gave up that idea <laughs> and went back to college. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, long story short with her was, you know, she really pulled me to the side because I was just clowning around. That's what I was used to doing in that class, clowning around, have fun. We were overpacked. It's like 40 kids in this class, you know. And, um, you know, she pulled, pulled me to the side one day and she would always give me a lot of problems, you know what I mean? As far as, cause I wasn't doing what she, she wanted me to you. do. Right. So she, you know, she, she stopped me one time in the little hallway in the back of the class and was like, look, she was like, you know, she was like, why don't you participate? Why don't you do them? Like, cause you're always on me. You know, you drive me nuts. You're always bugging me. So she was like, look, I'll make you a deal. She was like, you have something that in the entertainment business, we call it the it factor. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody can really explain it. It's just something about you that people are going to want to see you. Right. I'm 17, 16, 17 at the time. I'm, I play football. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. So, so she was like, so I'll make you a deal. Where's PE class? Basically. Right. <laughs> so she was like, you know, I'll make you a deal. If you just listen to me, do what I ask you to do, I'll ease up off of you. So I was like, bet. You know what I mean? But it was in that time where I learned some things like improvisation mainly that carried me all the way up into my career, mm -hmm. you know, later on. And um, so, you know, I graduated, you know, I graduated from me and her have had a really great relationship after that. Right. And um, I got to shine in some plays and stuff like that. And my friends would joke, but I actually loved it. I enjoyed right, it. right. And so um, after that, um, I graduated and a little bit later, I went uh, to Tennessee to play ball. Had an injury or whatever. Oh, so you up. play you play ball in college at Tennessee? Yeah. Well, I never really got to you know play in a regular hurt. season, right? You know, because I was coming off an injury that was rehabilitated. Gotcha. And then you know they were like, "We'll take care of everything." So I was like, cool. And then you know, same injury happened. So again, so it was like I had a choice to make. You know, risk you know walking around on a cane if it happens again, or pursue something else. So I chose to pursue something else. And in my mind, that's, I hadn't even started trying to go for film yet. But in my mind, I was like, I know at least now I can pursue acting. And I'm right. pretty sure I can get successful in that. And uh, so, so you had, but see, you at least had the 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 confidence. You had some con a level right. of confidence that you could be successful in it. Yeah. Well, I, I was raised, one thing I can say about my mother is I was raised to, you know, there's nothing I couldn't do if I really wanted to do it. Right. If I was really determined that I had no limitations. Right, right. So in my mind, you know, I became an adult that that's how I felt. Driven, right. Yeah, there was nothing, even if it was hard or, you know, when everybody, I had this thing when everybody would say, oh, that's impossible. 
it made me want, want to, to do, do that thing. Ah, uh, yes, I know it well. I know it well. I know that well. Right. So, you know, even with uh, me and my partners, businesses that we started, mm-hmm. um, even the first business we started, you know, it basically changes the way people purchase vehicles. And, of course, everybody around here, the dealerships and, you know, in the surrounding areas that we now do business with, you know, they're, everybody was stuck in their ways of how they do things, and everybody kind of laughed us off like a joke. And But we still pushed it, and then once we got a few smaller independent lots, you know, on board that just needed help, right. then, you know, we showed them we're making money. And everything changes when people see, oh, you're making people money. money right. Oh, Right. Now let's talk. Let's talk. Let, let's see how yeah, I can get. How, yeah. can, how can I become a part of that? <laughs> right. Right. So then we were able to spread that and also spread word with the community for uh, customers and whatnot. And um, but back to the filming. So then I come. You know, I migrated. My family migrated to Wilmington in that time. Yeah. Uh, right after I graduated. So um, so I'm originally from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Okay. Okay. So I I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 I'm from yeah. Fayetteville. Um, and so I I mean I I got to say this I. For years, I bumped into this guy. We didn't really, <laughs> really know each other. We'd speak, mm-hmm. but we really didn't really, really know each other. So you from Fayetteville? Yeah, originally. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, definitely from Fayetteville. Um, I, I mean, when people ask me, I spent so much time in Wilmington that, um, you know, it's like I'm I'm from here. It's like, you know, I got up to being a, you know, got through my, my teens up into my late teens, graduated high school. Right. And then it was time to start learning and growing to be a man, and I did that in Wilmington. You know, so Wilmington is, you know, just as big a part of me as, you know, Fayetteville is and especially in my life. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I represent Wilmington. You know what I mean? Wilmington, when people say where's home, I said Wilmington uh, originally from Fayetteville. But, you know, That's Wilmington's up. home. Um, Cause so, you don't, you don't want people to start saying, "Oh, you from the poor city? You're not from right." <laughs> you know, and people do that though. You know, people, you know, like my boy, you know, he's doing this, this, and that. And he's from the port, or people send me messages online. Right. You know, you represent the port city, and it's, I don't ever be like, "Nah, I ain't from the port." <laughs> you know, I, for, right. I got nothing but love for the port. You right. Know, I've had some really high ups here. I've had yeah. some really lows in the port. Right. You know what I mean? But all in all, the port is where you know I developed into what I developed into. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was a fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like like anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wil- Wilmington is just, um, it's not, what's the best way to put it? Wilmington is not um, the friendliest place in all avenues, you know, as far as, you know, if you're going into business or you're trying to trying to do something other than just go work a menial job. Right. You know, you, in Wilmington, you really got to fight, you know. To, you do. To own businesses or to become something other than, what it's already predetermined that you're more likely going to be. Man, I could, I could, you started, <laughs> you could start a whole nother conversation on just that piece. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, but I'm a fighter. So, you know, to me, it was a welcome challenge. You know, all the things that, you know, some of the people that are from this community say, oh, well, you, you know, we don't do the stuff like that. Or, right. you know, it's going to be too hard, this, that. Yeah. And me, I'm like, you know, no. Right. Any, like I said, I had that many, and then I'm an Aries. Right. So, <laughs> so everything is, you know, I'm going head first. Right. You know, right. it's a challenge. I love it. And uh, so I started learning. I started, I took the little film studio uh, tour when they were doing the tours back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I met, yeah. met some agents there, you know, some local agents. And um, that was my first time seeing like a film set. So and then I did the extra stuff. I found out yeah. you could be an extra. And I was like, I was excited. I was like, you could be on a film set? A real, real one? one? And make money? Right. right. And so other people were there just to, oh, it's a quick few, you know, a couple of dollars. Me, I was there like, I can see everything. I can learn it. 
You know, I can see how the actors operate. I can see right. how the director and producers. I'm out there taking notes and t- and and talk to people that right might and be... networking. I'm a networking beast. So <laughs> you know, so I networked with people because that's huge in yeah, this business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you want, if you want to be an actor or entertainer in the entertainment business, you got to know how to not only talk to people but do it in a way that a professional way. Right. You know what I mean. So you're not seem you don't seem like uh, starstruck. Right. You know, right. I'm just trying to hang on to your coattails. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And see, what you do is you get cool with one of the PAs or something like that. And then you start hanging around them, mm-hmm. producers and other people. What's a PA for those that don't know? A production assistant. Okay. Uh, they're the ones that, um, they're one of the crew members that get paid the least, but put up with the most crap. You know, and they usually go on to be either producers or directors. directors. Or, so always be nice to PAs. Yeah. Because yeah. in my 10 years of being in this business, I've seen people go from fetching water to, you know, deciding who's getting casted in this movie. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Nothing worse than walking in and seeing a PA you gave hell to and, and they're the ones yeah. behind the desk writing notes while you audition. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, always, well, that's a nugget. No, that's a nugget yeah. of information. That's important. Yeah. Always be nice to everybody because it's, it's ever evolving. And everybody, the thing I love most about being on a film set it's one of the only places I've ever been. And I've been a lot of places. I've done a lot of different jobs. I've done a lot of films and television. And still, I've never seen another place like it where you're actually somewhere where every single person around you is loving what they do. They're living their dream. Yeah. So you can imagine the positivity and the yeah. energy from all of that. You know, everybody loving what, what they, they do. do. You know what I mean? And and, and I mean, I... Um, I can totally talking to people that have been actually on a couple of the sets that I've seen you on mm-hmm. early. Um, uh, one friend of mine right now, I'm, I'm thinking about her. Mm-hmm. She was talking about the business and talking about how you have to love it in yeah. order to do to put up with the hours, the long yeah. hours. And yeah. uh, she was talking about there's a school. Uh, I can't remember the name of the school, but she the school actually trains you for long hours mm-hmm. like a normal college would be. You go to school from class from 12 to whatever or eight o'clock class and they mm-hmm. have but they have classes she says she would say like 12 in the morning to oh, wow. two to just to train you <laughs> just to train you on uh-huh. you're going to be up all night doing this kind of thing yeah, yeah so you have to love it to be have that kind of dedication you you, it has to be. my most recent movie we um we had one night where they had a technical difficulty with some screens that they were using and uh, they had to get it right, so that stretched some time. But we ended up being, that day, I think we came in like 7 in the morning. And that was actors. You know, the crew comes Super like two early. hours before the right. actors do. Mad at y'all. Cause right. y'all come <laughs> and we were out there. You know, the crew leaves. The crew comes first, and they leave after. You right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. And so, you know, we were up there, and I think we got there like 7 in the morning. And we got all the way through to the next day. It was like four in the morning what? still filming. Yeah, when we left, when we finally wrapped and left set, the sun was coming out. Your we check was beefy. They were taking us back to the hotel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got, yeah, they got to pay you. I think we were in like double overtime yeah. and a half. And uh, so, um, but yeah, so you're going to see some days like that. I, I worked on Ottawa, too. We had a day like that. Okay. Where we went to, you know, people just passing out, slobbering, snoring, getting yeah. caught on camera. You know what I mean? <laughs> One of those from six in the morning to seven the next day. Yeah. You know, so it, it happens and you got to love it. And I do. You know, when I was out there, it was four in the morning. We sitting in the BMW, you know, filming people around us, people getting cranky. You know what I mean? As, you know, as you know, it's going to happen. 
And um, but you know, even when I I'm tired, I still I love it so much that it's like when I'm on a film set, it's like there's no place I'd rather be. be. You know what I mean? So it doesn't bother me. Right. Like we're, we're so sorry, like but we got to do that scene again because this is. Uh, and I tell them like, Are you kidding? This me? is what I'm here for. Like I'm good. Right. Like, I enjoy when we stop. That's when I have a problem. Right. right <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. That's because now I'm looking to get back, you know, either can't wait to the next day or if the project's over, now I'm looking for my next, next project. Next project, right. Because that's what I love to do. You know, I don't feel like Which I'm means working. you're doing the right thing. Right. And that's how that's how I know it. You know, that's when I first realized how, when I got to a film set, I think I was doing, um, I was doing Dead Heist. I already knew I loved it, but I wasn't sure how much. And I was doing a small film, Dead Heist with Swirl Films. And, um... We were on set, and I mean, I I made like the bare minimum. I worked like a month, and fortunately, I was doing other things that you know I didn't have to worry about my bills because otherwise, right. <laughs> you know, I the whole struggling, month, right? <laughs> I would have been struggling after that month. Um, but you know, I wasn't making that much. But I mean, I had the time of my life. And when people ask me, and I've done you know some other bigger, way bigger projects now. But when people ask me, you know, what was one of your favorite movies? Right. Um, I always go back to, De- to Dead Heist. You know. And just because, you know, it was my first time in a lead role. Yeah. Um, and I was just, you know, it was a real production, you know, and the whole nine. And that was my first time experiencing that. I was in heaven. You know, I was in heaven, cloud nine. That's beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I knew, I knew, I was like, no, I really love this, like, to the core. Right. You know what I mean? And that's one of the biggest things, biggest pieces of advice I give to people. Because people come to me all the time, man, how do I get on? How do I get started? And I don't mean to prejudge people, but I can have a conversation with them. And I don't say it to them because I never discourage anybody, you know. But in my mind, I'm kind of like, you know, this ain't really same for you. you. You know what I mean? You don't want it. There's no getting on. You know what I mean? There's, you go and get you, yourself on. Right. You get yourself on and just think of it like a, a degree or a job promotion or something that you got to work hard to get. Well, in this business, you got to work. 10 times as hard as you would in a regular job to get a promotion or to get, you know, a degree or whatever. You got to work 10 times as hard to get the most minimal thing. You know what I mean? And then on top of all that, you got to have some luck on your side too. Right. <laughs> so Some stuff that just happens. It's a, it's a Russian just roulette. Be blessed. Right. right. You could work your behind off. You can work in the gym every day, three hours a day, have a God body, have the, be the most talented actor and all that stuff. And if you don't have the luck, None of that will mean anything for you. You can work 20 years in the business. If you don't have some luck and you don't get those big breaks that you need, right? then all that can be for nothing. And that's the scary thing about film. Right. Because even I've been there, you know? So I mean? you really have to be, I mean, that says that you really have to be all in, whatever happens. Yeah. No plan. As my man, you can mess life, around and waste your life. Right, right, right. You can mess my around. Man, my man, life says that he's a speaker. He, I don't know. You might know him. Uh, he mm-hmm. says that he's a poet. He always says, "There's, uh, you know, there is no plan B for me right, right now. This is what I'm doing." And I think, actually, think I saw a post mm-hmm. you put up about something like that. Like, this is your, this yeah. is what I'm doing. Yeah, I told that to somebody the other day. This girl out in uh, Louisiana uh, that I did a little, uh, did a video for her while I was in Atlanta, and um, she, you know, she was asking me about advice, you know, and she was talk, she was telling me how she's, she's decided that she's a great singer, and that's what she, her heart is to be right. a successful singer in the music business. And uh, she was telling me, you know, she was excited. She was like, all right, decided what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to college and I'm going to work on my music, you know, at the same time. And she was like, what do you think of that? I'm not the person to tell anybody don't go to college. You know what I mean? 
Um, but there's a reality to certain things. The same effort that you put in, because you're a graduate, you know right. what I mean? You know what it takes, the long nights, the studying, the struggling, trying to, you know, work a little job, make a little bit of scrap money and right. go to school at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And all, you know, it's a struggle, Yeah, you know? And, you know, I was telling her, you know, that same thing you have to put in to get your degree, you got to dedicate all your focus and time, triple focus on attaining, you know, that position in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I was telling her, like, to be, you want my honest, I'm always real with people. You want my honest opinion? You need to do, you need either need to go to college or you need to focus on your music. If you're serious about it, I think she's 24. I was like, you're 24 years old. Now, in my line of work, you can be whatever age. You know what I'm saying? But in your line of work, it's a young man, young woman game. You know, even if you're not, because that's the other thing people don't know is a lot of their favorite artists aren't the ages they think they are. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I learned that, too. Yeah. I the, learned that. I the learned key, that. The key to entertainment. People like 26. And I was, I mean, I was like 22. I was like, you're 26 <laughs> playing a 15-year-old? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you you know, the, the thing about this business is you have uh, the key is to stay looking younger as you get older, more mature, wiser, more talented. You know, you've cultivated your craft more. You've got way more experience. And then people see you blow up and they think, oh, you just came out of nowhere. nowhere. You I've been young doing kid. this. For- you know, that young kid's like 28. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Been in the business forever. Right. right. They're like, I'm not, probably, you probably saw them on a commercial and right. didn't realize it. Exactly. Right. That's how it happens. You know, and I was telling her, like, you need to go, you know, do you really, really believe in yourself? Do you really believe you can be? So oh, I believe 100%. I know I can become a star in the music business. Right. Right. I was like, well, then you need to put college off. Because you ain't getting no younger. By the time you graduate, you'll be 28. Trying to pursue music, you're done. Mm-hmm. If you don't get on now, right. you're done. You know what I mean? Right. Wow. That's that's a that's a hard yeah. lesson, but it's the real. Yeah. And I'm you know I'm telling them like if somebody's around because the entertainment business we mix and mingle with everybody. You know what I mean? We got athletes that mess with us. We got rappers, music artists. You know everybody. It's all connected. You know what I mean? So right. I know these people. I know successful singers and rappers and whatever else. And um, you really have to say, this is what I'm going to do. Back to the no plan B. Right. You know, and that's what I was telling her. And she was like, but that's my plan B if music doesn't work. So I said, see, that's your first problem. It can't be a if this don't work out. If you're really going to do this, then that's what you're doing. Either right. you fail at it and that's your life legacy or you succeed at it and that's your life legacy. But either way, if that's really what you want to do, you got to scrap all that other stuff and be all in, you know, right. You know, college is college is a great um, asset to your life. You right. know what I mean, a degree will help you, but a degree doesn't determine your destiny. You do. And so some people I went to college You know, I went back later on. I went to Cape Fear here. You know what yep, I mean? Yeah. And um, after Cape Fear, I was like, I was, it was a struggle because what I wanted to do, they didn't offer anything toward what I actually wanted to do. So right. I was there studying, learning, going through the motions and not doing anything. I was like, I'm not using none of this. You know what I mean? And for the most part, I haven't used anything that I, <laughs> I learned. learned yeah, not right. that they taught bad. It was just not what you what right. you were. I learned that, you know, because I was going to go to UCW from there. And it was like, that's not what I want to do. You know, I really got to go after and focus 100% on what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to be, and you can go to school for film and stuff like that, etc. But that's just not where I was at a place in my life where I wanted to either A, pay for it <laughs> and B, you know, go and put in that time 
and then come and try to get back started. I was in Wilmington, North Carolina. The you know film business was popping around here, and right. it was a great place to start from and you know work my way into. Versus in L.A., where it's a lot harder to work into those circles. Right, Wilmington, you could do that. You know, when the film incentive was strong, you had so many projects right. coming, so many people coming, and networking heavy. You know what I mean? And um, so that's what I did from there was start networking, getting you know projects, you know doing things. I did even Dawson's Creek. Yeah, you know I was an ex. Yeah, the, a lot of people don't remember that the Dawson's <clears throat> yeah. Creek was here. The like Dawson's that was Creek that era. was the first yeah. uh, One Tree Hill. Right, per exactly. Se. Right, exactly. Paved the way for One Tree Hill. Right, and uh, you know I was doing I was an extra on that, and I got Katie Holmes. That was her first launch. Right, line. yeah, yeah. First real speaking line on um, One Tree Hill. Just being there, they needed. They had a scene with a bouncer, and they were like, it didn't make sense with just one bouncer. So they just pulled me from the crowd. You know, but it's where my networking came yeah. in handy because the guy, it was funny. The guy, uh, his name was Tony. Never forget him. Real cool dude. He used to work at Fin Cannon Associates. And uh, he was the guy that would call you and tell you, hey, we got an extra role for you. And um, But he was also trying to act. And so they threw him that, you know, small role in that episode. Mm-hmm. And he was the one when they said, we need another bouncer in this, you know, and we're in the middle of filming. It ain't no, hey, go make calls, pull files, right. call people in tomorrow. It's got to be like now, on. right? Right. It needs somebody right now on the spot. <laughs> and he was the one that was like, I got a I big got guy it. for you. He's here right now. You know, and they came and got Boom. me. Boom. That's yeah. awesome. They came and got me. And the director's like, can you say this line? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I said the line for I him. I said he twice, was, right. Yeah, I said the line for him. He was like, oh, great, perfect. Put him up, you know, put him up there. And then my whole, the whole world changed Shame, because right. now, I come from extras holding, right? Which is usually in a shack somewhere, right, or right, somewhere right. uncomfortable, right? Hot, you know, with forty other people, right? And right. Jacked up snacks and water. To, and so, to now you have like it's, yeah, it's like salmon, February, right? Right, it's like February, so we we're in a place with no heat out in Riceville Beach. Oh wow! And yeah, so it's like we're in coats. It's like thirty degrees in this building, and uh, so then they, you know, they're like, "Oh, you can go." And I was lost because I didn't know everything yet you know stand-ins all mm-hmm. i didn't know it i thought i lost the job as soon as i got it right that right, a standing right. i'm like, like what's like, he doing you're like no you can go up with the actors and i'm like because i had to ask tony i was like did he just fire me right right what happened he was like no that's the stand-ins you know and first team and second team i didn't know what none of that stuff was right right and um but so then i got to go with the actors and i would go up in the warmth area now i'm sitting with um dawson and some of the others and they're like hey man what's up and yeah, I'm like, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my first real experience being around a cast, right? And stuff like right. That. And um, and you know, that is so good cool, warm man. snacks and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just you know, being prepared and being ready and networking and some luck. You know what I mean? And you know, then from there, just doing bit parts here and there. Work. Once I realized, oh, you can get checks from this stuff, right? Like you can really get paid. <laughs> you can get paid. And see, you know, this is the thing. I mean, I'm not even gonna try to lie. And sit up here and say, I mean, it's hard work. You heard the man. It's hard work. But I'm not even going to try to lie and say that actors don't get paid. Yeah, no, we get, we get they ridiculous. They get paid. Man. Like, dude, even the extras, I mean, you know, it's not a lot of money. Like, 100, 100, you know, maybe $100, something, $200, something mm-hmm. like that. But when you step up and you have a word mm-hmm. on, because somebody told me, uh, what, you get a SAG card. As soon as you say something, somebody told me, yeah. as soon as you say a word. Well, you get they SAG eligible. You don't get the SAG card. Okay. Yeah. And so then, you gotta you gotta pay the membership. Right, then, right, then right. You, you know, then you can go SAG. So uh Screen Actors Guild for those that don't know, but yeah. um well, you know, it's, it's SAG after now. They oh, is join. that what it's called? Yeah, they joined. See, forces. I'm not in the business. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not in the business. It used to so be SAG or after, after handled TV, SAG handled movies. 
And then they've combined now. And so, so it's a SAG, SAG after. after. Yeah. Okay. So um, talk about, you know, because we didn't, we haven't even talked about your two <laughs> films yet. Or well, you, more to, well, how many films have you done? You've done probably, you said a uh, lot. Yeah. Probably too many to count. Yeah, it was like 20, 20 something films and TV. Wow. Yeah. So um, one that uh, probably gets you the most, mm. people ask you the most about, what would that be? Uh, right now, that'd be Love for Sale. Love for Sale. Love for Sale. Love. I think uh, we we got a record with BT for most spins, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like That's the movie. It's, it's a funny little entertaining movie, but we had no idea that it was going to go like it did. And blow up you like that. You know what I mean? And um, it's crazy because I remember- It's funny, man. I remember and it's seeing a, the It's numbers. funny and it's a good film. Yeah. It's a good film. Yeah, like, I remember seeing the numbers in that same weekend Love for Sale debuted. Now, it's, of course, box office and TV is different, but- the number one movie in box office, you know, the numbers that they had, we actually had more numbers than all those movies on our debut. Wow. You know what I mean? Which, like I said, it's still different because people have to go and pay to get in to see that movie. So that, you know, it has a that's lot a more big, weight. That's a big deal, though. But still, you know, it was like crazy because it was like, no, we really were the number one movie. <laughs> and then BT, apparently they picked up on it, you know, how many people responded to it. And they just ran. I mean, I remember days watching it because, you know, it's it's that weird movie where you can see Love for Sale a million times. And this happened to me. And I've had people hit me on Twitter or Facebook or people I know that have the same experience. It's that movie that you've seen it 20 times. But when it comes on, it's like, you gotta oh, watch God, it. they're playing Love for Sale again. But you don't turn. But you go watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. You don't turn. Yeah. You end up watching you go it watch anyway. It. Right. You know, so they played it. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I mean, I know we're not here just to talk about the movie, but I'll tell you why for me, that's right. the case. For me, it's because you can see yourself mm-hmm. or a part of your life yeah. in one instance, in some part of the movie. Yeah. You know, relationship wise or right. something. You can see, <laughs> you know, somebody you know yeah. or somebody you, so it's really like watching life, real life. Right. And he's like, yeah, I, you know, I've been in a situation, you know, where I've seen a guy do that before. Or I've seen a girl that yeah. was going through that, that type of thing. Yeah. And so, we were having fun. We had a, uh, even in the, 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 uh, more sad or more intense parts off camera, we were still having a lot of fun, fun. and talking right before these scenes, except me and Jackie didn't get along. That's the funny thing that people don't realize is we didn't, which later on, you know, figured out that, you know, the producers and directors had kind of, we're saying things on the side, orchestrated it to, to make us, you know, have a little beef or whatever, so it come across real oh, on camera. And they see they do stuff like they that. do stuff like that. Yeah, they do stuff like and that. So, I, mean, well, I mean, we get along now. We actually right. work together. The movie I wrote, Mister Wright, he was one of the stars of. Right. And so, so um, you're writing. I, I want to talk about that, yeah, man. This yeah. is only a thirty minute show. We already reached thirty <laughs> minutes. I haven't even gotten to. But no, I mean, I'm interested. You've been chosen for a greater purpose, destined to live beyond measure. Designed to be more than a conqueror. Every day is your opportunity to live your best life right now. So what are you waiting on? You see, barriers are just doors to destiny. Fierce holding the keys and he's thinking he's got the best of me. But guess what? You've been chosen. This is Travis Corpening. Check me out, shaperspeaks.com. New website coming, traviscorpening.com. Thank you very much.